You are listening to Into the Ether, a Genlock introspective podcast. I am Ripley. And I am Jerry. And today we are discussing episode six, The Only Me I Know. Synopsis describes this episode as Doc reflects on past events before deciding his future. The Genlock team is tested like never before when the battle arrives at the Vanguard's front door. Alright, so there's definitely a lot of digging deeper into the history of the backstory at this point. That gap year that we missed between the battle and when we come in. Yeah. To uh, see them. Gap the, years, rather. The, yeah, Battle of New York and uh, Genlock's arrival at Anvil. And then, yeah, the, the battle arrives at the Vanguard's front door. So, uh, last episode, they'd taken the initiative. Right. And now this is retaliation or something else, but we'll just gonna have to find out. And the other thing I wanted to mention was the intro. The the, the intro song and, like, the, the intro animatic yeah, they do seem to enjoy tweaking things just a little bit to tease you yeah. as to what's coming up. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, we open on Jody complaining about, ah, uh, we, you know, Genlock was supposed to f- help us, and now we've got to fight it now. Yeah. Uh, morale's not really great. Yeah. Even though they did win the last mission, but. They did, but they also found out that their own technology is being used against them. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got a Chase and Miranda scene, which was harsh. Yeah. She's dealing with things. He's trying to deal with things. She's asking him if, if he's... Uh, what does she say? She says, which Chase is my Chase? Both, neither, or did my Chase die four years ago? Yeah, that's got to make Chase feel all kinds of weird ways because yeah. probably he's been dealing with these concepts himself is this really me anymore type of thing yeah well he tells her the the episode title i'm the only me that i know right so yeah i mean how do you deal with that when you're you're going by you've got your your life and your linear timeline and then suddenly it's not so linear yeah and you can't answer for that. So after that, we've got a scene with Chase and Yaz talking about Weller because Chase is now, you know, understandably wants some answers. Yeah. It's like you've suddenly discovered there's gigantic patches of your life that you apparently lived through, but you have no memory of it. And Yaz is, of course, Team Weller. Mm-hmm. Like, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. We've, you know, he's, he's given us a lot to be here. Then we've got the rest of the Genlock team kind of waving off Henry Wu and the scientists as they're heading out. And they're joined by the Striders, Captains, uh, Leon, Jody, and Miranda. And Leon is telling them they need to be the North Barracks in an hour for debriefing and, like, break down the mission and see what you guys yeah. did wrong. Oh. <laughs> and Kazu was like, hey, we won. <laughs> uh, All business. Yeah. Yes. Like, no, no time for fun, so Kazu in particular is a little frustrated by that. Yeah. Yeah, oh. that kind of highlights the difference between a professional soldier mentality and... And Kazu. We were drafted into this, <laughs> we're still picking up on the culture. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like Leon's line in particular. You think that's how the world works? You finish a mission, someone hangs a banner with your name on it and throws some confetti? <laughs> so it was a nice little... Oh. 
And they, the two just, like, staring down at each other for a moment before mm-hmm. he, he kind of brushes past. But then, okay, then you get to Chase and Weller. Here's where we start digging in. Yeah. And they start off with their second reference to the opening of Red vs. Blue. Uh-huh. This is the second time they've done this. Never wonder why we're here. <laughs> Chase gets the impression that both Weller and Mara knew what this un- Union Holon was. Right. That they've been keeping things... From yeah. everybody. Yeah. So we get this beautiful monologue from Weller, which is uh, enhanced with this visual montage. Yeah, I really did enjoy that montage because I, I feel like if they had tried to do that through straight up conventional storytelling, it would have taken a really long yeah. time to deliver the same information that we got in these Easter egg bursts yeah. that we can then go back and dig through and pause and look yeah, at yeah. so they're, what's happening. They're like yeah. stills, but not quite stills. But Weller's talking about how he didn't wasn't making copies, but that he could. And when Ju- as soon as Julian was tapped for Genlock as the first viable candidate, they started essentially backing up yeah. his brain. I, I did find it interesting that at that point, he decided to say there were precisely two. He didn't want any confusion as to, well, was there more yeah. than two? Are you still holding back? So yeah. yeah, he went into complete scientific data mode <laughs> in that moment. Yes, there's there's just the two. There's the one, the the original Chase Consciousness electronic brain, which they showed physically uploading it to a box and then installing that box in the chest cavity of the first holon. Right. And then the secondary brain was in a similar box, like in the back, and that's where they would put the backup yeah. copies as they, the, the backups of the original as they made them. They get chased from the the crash, so they give everybody a glimmer of hope, mm-hmm. and started Genlock and and Chase's recovery and rehabilitation as much as possible. He was, uh, um, but he was ready for mission sooner than they thought he would oh, be. Yeah, yeah, they did going, specifically say that. Yeah, yeah, mission ready. So he's going out on missions and successful missions, successful successful missions. Marin and the Vanguard's interest in Van in in Genlock program just skyrocketed. Yeah, as did the Union. Yeah, I think it's one thing to see it on paper and another thing to see it in action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on paper, does it work or not? Well, it works on paper, but there's too many variables in real life to really know. Yeah, until you get there, and they got there, and was like, okay, yeah, this thing is gonna, this is baller. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but then Union was like, oh, we want that, yeah. actually. So there was a mission where they captured the original Holon yeah. with it, the it, electronic brain it aboard. It looks like it was pretty clear that that was the entire mission. I'm yeah. guessing they didn't care about casualties or anything on their side. Their goal was, we must yeah. get this thing at any cost. Yeah. Uh, and Weller says at that point, at that point, you disappeared. It's like, they still had the body. Vanguard still had the body. Still mm-hmm. had that second copy of the mind. Mm-hmm. Just the original Holon just disappeared. Yeah. Using the backup brain, they restored, they restored it to Chase. Mm-hmm. As if nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. And they stopped copying. Right. So they, they only had the two. They had the original, which was captured, and then they had the copy, which they had restored into Chase. So mm-hmm. no more no more backups of Chase here <laughs> right. in, in uh, uh, Polity, in Vanguard. Chase said that 
he had been told that mission where he'd been captured had been scrubbed, that there had been a technical malfunction and things had gone down for a couple hours, and Weller admits that he did lie. Yeah. Full out lie. Yeah, as as the backup, you are going to have memories of going through the process of uploading out of your body. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like a you know video game uh, respawns or, or like you've got a save point, mm, and so everything you collect up until that save point is there. All the like all the the, the cutscenes you've gone through, the campaign missions, right? The, the stuff you might have uh, accumulated. You get to that save point and you get all this stuff. Yeah. But you go from that save point and you die. You don't come back right there. Right. You come back at that save point. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So this is this is like, you know, Chase, the original Chase disappeared, and then they restored Brain Chase, Copy Chase, Backup Chase. Backup Chase. Yeah. <laughs> chase Volume point, Version point two, <laughs> 1.2, um, into the save point. And so anything that happened from that save point onward, the second Chase doesn't have any memory of. So no, yeah, right. he, he didn't know that this mission happened. He didn't yeah. know this original brain was captured until this moment where he's talking to Weller. Right. He's not happy. Uh, but that does bring up a good question. Because I've talked about how the longer you've existed outside of the body, the less compatible you become and there's a certain breaking point. Yeah. So when you've got that backup copy saved, even though you've got that, it's not going to be good for an extended period of time. Because you've, you've got the backup going and you've got the physical body kind of in a a stasis state so you technically got those both frozen at that point but if you start one up then they'll start to drift apart and yeah they'll no longer be usable so every time they're backing that thing up they know once chase wakes back up that copy is not going to be usable anymore so it seems like they would have to be rewriting chase over the top of himself in those yeah. brain boxes yeah, maybe just a little bit disturbing but save often <laughs> 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 yeah this is I, well, this is something we could i mean you, you do get a little bit more into it later on but mm-hmm. uh, it's it's still a really fascinating concept of it uh oh and then weller describes this other hold on is, is nemesis Mm-hmm. So like Nemesis Chase, we finally get a, a kind yeah. of like some sort of and call sign. To yeah, it. your Nemesis. Yeah, he's your Nemesis. Yeah. yeah. So that conversation ends with with Chase starting to walk off, and then there's klaxons blaring. Mm-hmm. There's alarms going off, and the so Anvil is set kind of in this little valley, right? It's butting up against mountains. There's like two mountain chains, kind of do this little valley channel. Yeah, somewhat protected. Somewhat protected, yeah. Uh, way out in this valley appears a behemoth. It's decloaked. <laughs> it is en route to Anvil. Everybody's scrambling now. <laughs> yeah, Weller said, what is that? And Chase says, karma. <laughs> so we know exactly where he stands right now. Yeah. In the war room, Marin's scrambling troops and, and trying to, to, you know, enact countermeasures. And a channel from the Union opens with Genlock code with Chase's call sign. Yeah. <laughs> so walking in front of this behemoth is Nemesis. Mm-hmm. Nemesis is a conversation with Weller and Marin. Oh, I mean, he is just glitching badly. Yeah. He's not having a good time. Yeah, it's pretty disturbing to see. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what is it? he doesn't really say what he wants. I mean, it's hard for him to get anything out. Mm-hmm. But Weller's trying to say, you can't trust the Union, anything they told you. 
Um, I can help you if you come back. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's at that point where, oh yeah, where where Nemesis Chase basically says the Union was going to promise him his body. Mm-hmm. Promise to get him back in his body. And Willard's yeah. like, that ain't going to uh, work. Yeah. <laughs> we can find alternatives. <laughs> but you got to play nice. Obviously yeah. not. Yeah. yeah from, from Nemesis' point of view, it's, I deserve this body. It was mine. Yeah. I'm coming for what's mine and from Weller's perspective it's that's not physically possible on a scientific level yeah 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 uh they promised you unicorns unicorns don't exist i mean that we know of in this universe i haven't seen any yet so Mm. there was a deer in this episode (laughs) nemesis trying to reply but then he's attacked by vanguard chase and then weller just runs off to the lab yeah uh, so now it's Chase versus Chase. Nemesis keeps saying, kill the copy. Mm-hmm. So his he's pretty uh, focused on, on what, like, the two of them are just focused on each other. There's yeah. so much else going on, because you've got this behemoth, which is now releasing ground troops and tank, walking tanks, and then the ships flying in, enemy ships flying in, and then the vanguard ground troops are coming out in the striders and to counterattack. Yeah, you've got Genlock scrambling into their pods to get their holons out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miranda's distracted. Yeah. As is understandable. <laughs> but she's trying her best. They deploy the Holons through underground, like, tubes, which was fun. And then you've got this epic battle sequence, which has got everybody wrecking shit. Yeah. And there's... The Holons are starting to fight more as a team, but they're also there as addition to the ground troops. Yeah, and these fight scenes are really where they shine with the motion capture. They've done a really good job at translating the information they've gotten through this motion capture into something that looks really cool on these uh, robots. Yeah. Yeah. Kazu's just throwing everything at everything else. Stabbing it with his swords. <laughs> his giant hole on swords. Val's got their cypress nest. Miranda's wrecking shit. Mm-hmm. This has got some great moments. Everybody's got these great moments. Uh, but then there's a moment where Kazu is getting overrun and Valentina's offering to help. And they do this. They, they link Mindshare. They do the yeah. Mindshare. And they do this dance. Yeah. With footwork and these double swords. Like, in the Mindscape, you've got the two of them doing this tango almost with these swords. Yeah. And then it'll intercut with what's happening real time in the battle. And, you know, Kazu's Holon is just sidestepping everybody and stabbing <laughs> everything and flipping. And, and it is beautiful. Moment. Yeah, it's, it's a really interesting concept. And it, it is something that has been explored before, but clearly not yeah. to this level of uh, yeah. intricacy. But yeah. the, the first one I knew about was this one called, uh, it was a comic book called Tail Gunner Joe. And uh, it was an assassin type character, but his daughter's brain was uploaded and she had his six, basically. So you couldn't sneak up on him because his daughter's mind was back there as backup. So that's why oh, the series cool. was called Tail Gunner Joe. Yeah, that yeah. was his daughter, and she <laughs> was his tail gunner. Aww. <laughs> that's cute. It made me think of a couple things. One, it made me think of Johnny Mnemonic. Mm-hmm. The end of Johnny Mnemonic, where it's like, you've got to hack your own brain. It's just a fun <laughs> movie. I like mm-hmm. it. 
Um, but then also the fact that, and this doesn't really have to do anything with like mind sharing, but more fighting. From my understanding, tango was, it was either invented or heavily used by uh, French swordsmen mm -hmm. to practice footwork and close quarter fighting with an enemy. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this, tango. this idea of dancing and fighting being related to yeah. each other has gone back. For a long, long time. time, yeah. So seeing that was, was in, in just the way they did it too, and like when they're folk, they do this bit where they're focusing on the footwork. And I, I was never like competition level, but I've done a lot of, I did a lot of swing dancing mm -hmm. back in the day. And uh, for a brief period, I used to date a guy who was he'd been a professional tango dancer, and being able to appreciate this really intense, intricate footwork. Mm -hmm. It was so yeah. So these they, they intercut. So it's like you see this the the two of them dancing with their feet uh, in the mindscape, and then it'll intercut to Kazu's Holon doing these intricate steps right. in real in in the battlefield, and that was just yeah. so yeah. cool. <laughs> ah, so that was exciting, and you eventually kill everybody around them, and then they go back to their sniper's nest, and right. Kazu's like yay. Yeah, it's done. Yay. Success. <laughs> um, so you had that moment, which was super exciting. What else do you have? Uh, oh, right on the heel from that, you've got Chase versus Chase, and Yaz is offering the mindshare to help, mm -hmm. and Chase waves her off. Yeah, he will not do the mindshare. Mm -hmm. And I know this was, it was mentioned really early on, like the first time that uh, they did a mindshare which it was Cammy and Yaz, and Yaz yeah. got really excited that it worked. And they're like, yeah. wait, you haven't done this with Chase? Right. Yeah, yeah. It's Ugh. definitely something they're doing callbacks to. Yeah. For some reason, he hasn't wanted to take this particular tactic. Yeah, no, it hasn't happened yet. At this point, the Behemoth deploys these ships that attach to the side of Anvil and start boring into it mm -hmm. and then releasing drones and ground troops. Yeah. So they've breached Anvil. Weller's in the lab. Marin warns him that he's got yeah. enemy troops inbound. Directs the Genlock team to uh, see their holons to the transport and then to d upload back to their bodies. And they're like, yeah. what? It's like, we're, we're not close to our runtime. It's like, no, your bodies are in danger. And as soon yeah. as he says that, <laughs> they turn tail and run. Yeah. And Yes tries to... To get Chase to follow, and he's like, "My body can't run." He doesn't. He doesn't mean me. My he's like he's still focused on taking out Nemesis. Mm -hmm. So they get back to the, the. They wake up in the lab, and they're getting everything together, and like they've got Chase's tank on a gurney, and uh, Caliban's pushing it, and every just like trying to get everything to go. But Weller's staying there, and he's, he uh, he says to Yaz, fly, time to fly, little bird. Look after your teammates. And it's, the, like, the, the moments between them and the way she defends him so solidly is just, it's this real, like, father figure, savior kind of mentality. And here it's just, oh, it's so heartbreaking. But he's gonna, he's gonna let him know or contact him once they're away. And he says to Caliban, Omega protocols apply. Mm -hmm. And as for acknowledgement, Caliban's little eyes kind of light up green. Yeah. It's like, cool. So Caliban has Chase's tank. Mm -hmm. And they go into the hallway and they've, they've been armed. Uh, as they're leaving the lab, another, the, towards one lift, the other, the ed end of the hallway opens and it's all troops. Right. It's all enemy troops. They come in firing. 
Uh, Caliban just takes it. He's just running as he's getting shot in the back. It's just mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like here you see everybody, like m- little moments for everybody to fight back. Uh, Yaz gets some covering fire. Kazu uses the armor because uh, they, they've all got on their suits still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Kazu has like this armor plating on his arm. Mm-hmm. And he uses that to deflect the bullets and build the energy and then slams it into the soldiers. Mm-hmm. As he does as a whole on, is just run into things. Yeah. He is very good at that. And then Valentina takes some shots, takes some sniper shots, and then has a, a f- I'm going to make a call back, has a very Felix moment. This is a red <laughs> versus blue thing, because she throws a knife and it sticks in the soldier's forehead, okay. and he falls dead. Uh-huh. And there's a moment where Felix does that, too, in red versus blue. Okay. He's like, I'm fucking awesome. <laughs> Valentina didn't say that, but I did in my head. <laughs> you are fucking awesome. It was clearly implied. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then even, I mean, even Cammy gets in on the fighting. She throws Nugget at his soldier. <laughs> so Nugget, like, distracts him on his face, and then mm-hmm. she punches him. And Caliban's just running into soldiers with the t- with Jace's <laughs> tank. He's <laughs> just running over soldiers. Uh, so they're trying to escape. They get they get in the lift. The lift starts to go down. And um, we go back to the lab. Weller distracts the guards from continuing to chase the team and calls their attention in the lab. So they come into the lab and surround him. And he says, you're not going to get my kids. But here's this toy I just have, and he pulls out this thing, and it's like a pulse wave EMP bomb, mm-hmm. and it goes off. Yeah. And the windows shatter. Yeah. And then inside the elevator that Genlock is on, it shudders to a stop. Mm-hmm. So we can kind of guess what happened there. Yeah. Yeah. It's not looking good. No. It's not looking good at all. So they're able to wrench the door open, spill into the hallway, and continue their, their escape. Uh, they're in the barracks now, and they're running down the hallway. More more soldiers are following. Yes, says to Cammy, how many? Cammy says, enough to fuck us. <laughs> Cammy and swearing is the best. <laughs> and she Cammy directs him into a into a room, and is able to camouflage the the door to, the opening to look like a wall. Yeah. So the soldiers pass by them, and they have this moment of reprieve. And oh. The room that they hid in? That was the debriefing room that Leon wanted them to go to. Oh. <laughs> there is cake and uh-huh. punch yeah. and a banner yeah. and confetti and yeah. little holographic balloons. And it's, I wrote it down. It says, uh, congrats, Genlock. Call sign ceremony. <laughs> so it's, it's got everybody's call sign and the little icons, which you can get as decals in the Rooster Teeth store. Mm-hmm. You need to do that because mm-hmm. I need to have Yaz on my car. But they've got Valentina's Wraith. Yes, is Huma, which means Phoenix. Not sure the language. Hit me up if you know. Chase, of course, already had his call sign, which was Chaser. Real original, by the way. <laughs> what are you, a beer? Sorry. Uh, Kami is Trix with two X's, and Kazu is Shogun. Kazu feels a little bad about this. Yeah. Valentina says that he can thank them once they get out alive. Yeah, they're they're in the middle of something else right now, for sure. Yeah. Oh, okay, so so here's here's where they have the moment where everybody has their fighting moment and Caliban is running over people okay. with Chase's tank. So they, they get out of the room and they have their, uh-huh. and like their last little push to the... Uh, the transport. Yeah. In the war room, the explosion from Weller's lab is detected. 
uh, Marin asks Abel for the status of Hammer. So there's some major weapon that, that they're trying to fire up. Mm-hmm. So they get to the hangar. Migas is like, what are you guys doing? Like, they're them and their bodies. Mm-hmm. And chasing his tank. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, what? So they need to get into the transport, and and he's there's there's they find vehicles like a like an assault vehicle with a turret, and then a flatbed truck which they can load <laughs> Caliban and Chase onto. <laughs> so they start their Migas drives them through the the battlefield, kind of taking place right out the front doors. Yeah. Um, trying to to dodge everything in order to get them to the their ship. Chase is still fighting Chase. Mm-hmm. Nemesis versus Vanguard. Nemesis seems really animalistic and feral at this point, and he sees his body. He sees Caliban and, and the tank. Yeah, for him, that's that's part of the goal. That's his endgame. Yeah. But, uh, sorry. There's no spoilers, I just wanted to yeah. say endgame. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but they're, they're able to keep him at bay. So Migas and, and Troop get up to the, the transport. Yes, thanks him. Which I thought was a, a nice little callback to that moment in the beginning where... He stopped by to talk to Chase in the tank, mm-hmm. and as he was leaving, uh, Weller told him thanks. Yeah, Migas is good bean. We like Migas. <laughs> oh yeah. So so in in the podcast previous episode, I'd, I'd gotten a chance to interview Cricket, and she had done some mocap. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, she'd done some for Yes, and she'd mentioned a moment where she had to run in. And, like, leap over a chair uh-huh. as Yaz is, is getting into a pilot seat. And I think this is the moment. Okay. Yaz runs in and, like, uh-huh. leaps to the pilot seat. So, way to go, Cricket. Love it. It was great. And <laughs> Valentina's like, do you know how to fly this? And Yaz just smiles. Because Yaz is a pilot. Right. She's a union pilot. But she's a pilot. She's a damn good pilot. Mm-hmm. So, so they're getting that all ready to go. The behemoth has finally reached Anvil proper. And it fires missiles missiles, one of which is going straight towards the control tower. Mm-hmm. Like, right in, like, like it's headed right in through the view screen, but then Chase disengages from Nemesis, intercepts, and redirects the missile. And then, of course, turns and gives gives Marin his little salute. Yeah. I do like that they gave him that, that trademark salute because it allows you to see him in all these variations of him. You see the giant mecha. Uh, in theory, you might imagine that even Nemesis might have that as part of his physical yeah. nature. I ima- With Nemesis, I imagine this kind of thing where maybe he did at the start and it's like, well, Union would not yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, that'd probably be that. one of the things they would try to squash out of him. Yeah. yeah. But somewhere in the back of your head, you're thinking, that somewhere in Nemesis is Chase, and that's what yeah. you associate with Chase. Yes, come here, Chase. Come to us. Uh, Hammer is finally ready, and it fires. It fires on Behemoth and downs it. Mm-hmm. So Behemoth is down, mm-hmm. but after it falls, it releases clouds of nanobots, yes. which overtake Anvil. Yeah. So Chase is standing there trying to raise communications with operations, trying to call to Miranda, and getting no reply. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile. Yes, has started up the transport and they're taking off, but they're getting fired on by enemy ships. Mm-hmm. And so she has to call back to Chase and be like, hey, help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so he joins them, takes out the ships. And then the end of the episode is them flying off into the distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. that, was, that was like 
the uh, Empire Strikes Back moment <laughs> right? for yeah. Jen Locke. They have escaped, but at a great cost. Yes. Yeah. So especially following the previous episode, which was such a win. Mm-hmm. You know, they they were they all got this chance to fight and grab these scientists, and it's like, oh, we're back. Well, fuck. And yeah, just those clouds. Remember watching that when it first aired, and, and just that feeling of dread. It's like, well, yeah. Uh, they have done a really good job at making those nanobots hit you on an instinctive survival yeah. level. Yeah, there's the swarms of bugs. Mm-hmm. It's it's just what you've seen in the previous episodes of what they actually do to people. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look pleasant. No. Yeah, and and so not being able to heal anybody, not getting any word. It's it's like we lost everyone, mm-hmm. but we won't find out until later. Because that was the end of this episode. Yeah. And you're just going to have to catch us next week for next episode. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's something we haven't done for a while. Who's your, has your favorite character changed at all? Because I know, I think last time you said Cammy and Nugget. Yes. Um, I really got into the uh, Valentina Kazu in this episode. Mm. Um, so I would say for this episode, I'm probably on... Team Valentina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so Valentina Kazu, do you ship it? I totally ship it. Yeah. <laughs> it is very shippable. <laughs> oh, it was so nice. That dance was just, oh. I don't know if this is just me trying to make something that's not there, but I thought there was a moment near the end of that dance where he, he did a little kiss on the cheek. I hear that smooching sound. Mm-hmm. Or something that sounds like a smooching sound. Uh-huh. I don't know. Uh-huh. Just in the moment. Uh-huh. They're already dancing. Yeah. Sure, why not? But that, yeah, that was that was just a really, really poignant moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm still very solidly on, on the Yaz train, but mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. periodically I'll hop cars to <laughs> I mean, there's so many good characters. There are. There are no yeah. bad characters. Um, they're all really well done. The writing is just... Oh, yeah, it's really definitely... Feeling for Doctor Weller in this episode yeah. too, yeah, because he's trying to do his, and he is so protective of them too. Just the way he was telling those soldiers, like you're not going to get my kids. Mm-hmm. It wasn't patronizing. It was just full on mad dad. Yeah. You done fucked up, bro. Mm-hmm. You messed with the wrong parent. <laughs> he, yeah, yeah. So we're just gonna have to, you know, in, in regards to Weller, we're just gonna have to see what happens in the next episode. In Red versus Blue, they had an EMP. Mm-hmm. Or, more properly termed, Emp, mm-hmm. because red versus blue, <laughs> and that did not affect people. That only affected electronics. Right. Seeing this episode, I was like, "How much is this physical versus an electronic yeah. disruption?" Yeah. Uh, because you know, based on based on their previous IPs, of like it's just electronics, right? You mm-hmm. just kind of like took out all of your. Uh, all of your 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 stuff, right? Just a computer, so they don't get knowledge. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, like the way the the waves kind of came off of it, and the way the windows shattered. Yeah, that that, was that's really got destructive looking. Yeah, that's got me thinking. It might be more than just uh, an EMP, as in the Red versus Blue universe. Mm-hmm. But we'll see you next week. Yeah, you've been listening to Into the Ether, a Genlock introspective podcast. I am Ripley, and I'm Jerry. We'll see you next time in the ether.